hey, hey, Aaron. Hey, Ryan, what's up? Happy Easter. Oh my god, it is Easter. When people listen to this, it won't be Easter, but it's Easter for us in the in in the current time. So happy Easter to you too. In this timeline, it's Easter. And in this timeline, um, we are recording a podcast. And guess what? It's like Groundhog Day, but Easter Day, because every time you listen to this podcast, it's Easter again. Welcome to the Easter Zone. Hi, everyone. My name is Aaron Holbert, and I am a photographer based out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Hi, everybody. My name is Ryan Falkenberg. I am a comic artist based out of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And this is the creative state of mind. How's everyone doing this week? I'm okay, Aaron and Ryan. Hi, my name is Charles. I'm your favorite. I'm your best Aww, listener. Oh, thanks, Charles, our friendly, our friendly neighborhood listener who just happens to also be in the room. Yeah. Um, we're happy that you uh, came to join us today. Um, we're uh, still doing the whole COVID-19 thing. We are, uh, it's been how long since I've seen your face in real life, Aaron? At least a month or more at this point. I don't know about you guys, but it's been hell not being able to see Aaron's Aww. face. It's been hell not being able to see your face, and it's been hell not being able to see anyone's face. But at the same time, and the yeah, same man. time, it's been, it's, been a, it's been a time of growth for everyone. There's a, this is a period that a lot of people are going to look back on in their lives and going to think... Very interesting thoughts. I'm curious to see how the world ends up viewing the lens of COVID-19. But I don't want to. I don't want to delve too much into that because I know that uh, that can be very. Tri- it can be. It can be triggering for some people, and we want to avoid that. Um, Ryan, what were your creative wins and losses this week? Oh goodness, my creative wins and losses. Um, I. Um, I went back to Instagram a little bit. Um, when I first started doing uh, my art more seriously, um, I found Instagram to be a, a great place of growth for myself at that time. Um, they, uh, the artist community there, especially the uh, comic and illustrator community there, they issue a lot of challenges. You probably heard of Inktober because that one is a specific challenge that really kind of bleeds into other realms of social media. Um, but they do things like that all the time. And one of them, um, more recently, is uh, it's like six empty boxes. And you have to draw six fan arts of characters that people um, send you. So you post, you know, the empty boxes and the first six you know, characters that people give you, you had, you have to draw. And I did that and it felt really, really, really good to just do it and not have a deadline necessarily to just, um, to just have fun with art again. Uh, because one of my main, uh, things I've been trying to do to keep active is to gather commissions and, like I, I have a hard time really sitting down and just doing the art for myself recently just because of uh, outside stresses or things that have to get done or you know falling into the trap of, hey, I'm off today. Hey, I don't have to do anything today. I can watch community. I can keep up with why everyone I can I can go online right now and I can find out why everyone is hating on Carol Baskin so much. And sometimes that just sounds more appealing. Um, and that's kind of the trap I've fallen in, but, um, I did that over Instagram. I, I put it out recently and it was a lot of fun to do, honestly. So that's what I would say is a good win for me. How about you, Aaron? 
So for me, I have, uh, I would say, there's two things. I have as a win uh, the fact that like, I, I think I solidified my like what my social presence is going to look like for one of my companies very strongly. Um, I have been blessed with the fact that my job is still rolling um, on both sides of my like for almost all of my clients. Um, I know not a lot of people that's not currently the case. Um, so I've definitely been appreciative and thankful that I can work. Um, and I've just been taking this time to like really try to buckle down and make sure that I'm invaluable to these people. Um, losses wise, I have been telling myself for the last two weeks that I'm going to do self portraiture and I keep going like, I'll do it today. Oh, today is over. I'll do it tomorrow. Oh no, that passes too. And I just haven't actually got off my butt and done it. Tale is oldest time. Yeah, and like it's just because I, uh, it's, it's sort of like the 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 never ending week effect kind of makes it makes me feel less motivated, as you said, to do personal art. And at the same time, I'm trying to not just get on myself for that, trying to not get down and feel upset that I haven't actually went out and done it. And I think that that's I think it's in an, an okay space because I know that I want to do it and I know that I can do it. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely, it makes perfect sense. I feel the same. Um, and uh, I think that just in general, the last week has been, uh, I, I, I don't want to say it's been a harder week than the past couple weeks, but I think it's just, it's it's sunk in that this might go on for a little longer than everyone wants. And I, I mean, if you could argue that every week is a little harder. Yeah. And I think that like, it just kind of hit me that like, okay, we might be doing this until the end of May. Or later, mm-hmm. and I think it's just me realizing how do I cope with that, and I don't think I think that's just something that I'm going to have to like deal with in the long run. So this week's this week's topic, speaking of dealing with things, is uh, is criticism, and then the idea of uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a rough topic for most people, uh, especially creatives, because is. criticism is both something we deep down hate but also deep down desire we want that good good criticism because it helps us improve and get better but at the same time man can it take make your self-esteem take a huge hit yeah because when you're making your art when you're first starting out and i don't know if it's this is just me or if it's like a common thing for most artists but you make it and you're like this is me i did this this is where my ability is i am very very connected to what i've created and the rough realization is now to in order to improve if you want to improve someone's going to have to like look at that thing that you created that you are you know chained to on this emotional level and say you know what that's not what a hand looks like and then you have to deal with the fact that you're right that's not what a hand looks like and for me i find myself like someone will like criticize my work in a way that it needs to be criticized. And I find myself like in my head and sometimes out loud, like making excuses for like why I drew it like that or like why the shading looks like that. And it's just like, it sucks. It sucks sometimes. But like, I like it's gotten better because of criticism, because of good constructive criticism, which all artists need, all creatives need. 
And I definitely agree that uh, criticism is just this scary, like, thing that uh, we all kind of crave because, as you said, it gets it makes you better. Like, you can you can look at something, especially if you get criticism from a trusted source, which I think is very important, and we'll delve into more of that later. But the idea that, like, someone you know and respect is already good at what you're doing gives you this idea, okay, like, here, try this, because this doesn't look right. It's more common because you're not you're, they're not just taking a big dump over everything that you do. They're actually like taking the time to be like, hey, here's how you can improve. Um, and I think one of the big things we need to talk about is just how to take criticism and how to give criticism because every artist is going to critique someone else's work. Even if it's just in your own head, you're going to look at someone's work as you're scrolling through Instagram and you're going to be like, here's what I think about that. Even if you only think about it for 0.5 seconds, you're still giving it some level of criticism. And sometimes that level of criticism is, uh, uh, it just is equally unhealthy because what you realize you're not doing is you're not giving them the space they need to actively like, you're not giving their art the space it needs to actually like marinate in your brain and marinate in life to see like where they were, what they tried to make, especially in the form of Instagram or social media where it's like, I'm looking at this for five seconds. Um, I think that when we get criticized, a lot of us tend to uh, shake off the positive criticism and internalize it as false and hang on to negative criticism and let that hold us back at every turn. I know that like... Well, that's just imposter syndrome coming back. So Yeah, it's, I mean, it's imposter syndrome coming back because you kind of like, you, you use that like someone tells you, oh, you don't know how to draw a hand. And every time you're drawing a hand from now on forward, you are thinking of that person telling you, you don't know how to draw a hand and it's dragging you down. It's, it's causing you to not feel like you're good enough or that you're not going to be able to do this or you're not going to be able to improve. And, um, it's, it's learning how to deal with both the critic on the outside and the critic on the inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you mentioned like, um, find it, getting it from a trusted source. Um, it's so important to like have people or I can't tell you how valuable it was to have people to look at my art and not just immediately praise it. I think that's where it comes down to when you take criticism, you have to consider the source. I think that's a very important and it, like lens to look through when you're considering any kind of, uh, talk about your work because if your source is some random person online you don't know what that person's life experience is at that time you don't know what how like qualified they are in their field you don't know anything it's just someone could be saying like this is bad I don't like it but it could be like a 10 year old who just happens to stumble onto reddit and just doesn't know what they're and just typing random stuff you can't take that as critically to heart as you can hearing it from someone you know or someone in person that has the qualifications and has the like mind space of knowing you and has a level of empathy. Um, now there are purposes and uses to anonymous uh, criticism sources because it can give you a broader scope of how your art is being viewed because obviously the general public is going to criticize and take your art vastly differently than the people, you know, both on a, it's going to be criticized on a much more shallow level, which is great for short term bursts of, the feel goods bad for long-term improvement and then i think when we when we take criticism it's just the, the key thing is just knowing that those things are things you build off of you don't file them away to bring back up when you're feeling bad about yourself you use those as building blocks to 
keep moving forward. Yes. And just try try to re- try to remember that. Like most people who are commenting on your work are not commenting on the person that you are. They're commenting on your work and where it is in that in that season of your of your skill. So to be able to like mentally separate that is is an artistic skill that you do have to you know obtain and grow and you know use on a regular basis this idea of this person's not trying to bring me down they're trying to teach me how to draw hands or at least put me in the right right direction so where i don't you know draw flippers because flippers aren't hands no no they're not flippers flippers are what you put on a dolphin or on a person who's scuba diving i would say that uh that I said like back earlier that the idea of giving criticism and how we give criticism is also equally as important because there is a stark difference between constructive criticism of like this will help my fellow man improve at what they're trying to do and criticism for the sake of getting uh, getting your getting your jollies on commenting on someone's work whether that's good or bad because just giving a thumbs up or being like that's good is even though it's positive is can be just as harmful as being like this is shit i hate this because you, you artists tend to internalize and think they're lying to me especially when they refuse to go into depth and reason on why it's good um and i think that being able to give criticism that's a little more fleshed out and you can be like this is great because of the, your use of color and your brush strokes are really well done and your line work is really clean or like wow i can really see how you decided to like frame this subject in a certain and eye-catching way. Um, I don't think everyone in the world is going to obviously give you advice or criticism like that. I think it's just healthier if you can start to give criticism like, give the criticism that you want to receive. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah, I agree completely. I'm more of a person who, I like to know what I've been doing correctly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to know that like, okay, I've made progress this far. I've improved in this way here's where else I need to improve. I want to be able to, I want your words or the person who is giving me criticism to create a road that I can easily see that is able to be walked on. You know what I mean? There's nothing worse than getting criticism that I can reasonably look back on and say, I can't, I can't do any better than if that's the truth. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And how you receive it that way, you know, like, it's all about your your mental state at the time. Yeah, you can you can take certain, like, criticism and be in just a really bad place in your life and then look at it again later and be like, wait, they didn't mean that this was bad. They just were criticizing a very small portion of my whole work. And your view and the lens you use to filter the criticism you receive is also just as important. There are so many different aspects to the idea of criticism that it's it's really hard, I think, to summarize in a like fifteen minute little portion of our podcast. But I, I said I think like overall, it's just about making sure that the criticism that y- you take it in a way that is not going to drag your work down. Exactly. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you don't have to take criticism. Um, I will say that if you have someone else who comes around and gives you a similar criticism, number one, congratulations for having people around you who would, um, more than one person who would give you the criticism you need to grow as an artist. But if you keep, keep, keep hearing the same one, then yeah, maybe start to listen. Yeah, agreed. 
I think that's that's a very a very good way to view that. And I also think that criticism is also can be it be hard it can be hard to get sometimes. It can be hard to get criticism that makes you feel like you actually can improve off of it. Because I know as a photographer, it's really hard for me to find like, okay, tell me why you think this is bad or why you think this is good and help give me as you said, lay down a road, give me direction on how I should move forward. Exactly. Because we all want to grow. We all want that. Yeah. And there's a level of like criticism that can help that. It's like it's good criticism is almost like a fertilizer for artistic growth. I like that because sometimes it can be really shitty. <laughs> and here's a criticism. My criticism is that we should move on to art club this week because I think we rambled on for a long time. I don't know if we actually did, but it felt like we did. That's a good criticism. Yeah. We did. We did. Yeah. It did. And you know and you know what? I hear that criticism and I I understand that it's true and I understand that it means we didn't do the best job, but now we're going to move forward and hopefully do a better job. So, art club this week is not a single topic. Um we decided to uh deviate slightly to talk about art that you can do at home. Uh something we felt like could help our viewers and listeners who are really struggling to find a way to be creative in the spaces that they're in or just other ways to be creative that are like easily accessible, like, and are ways that you could try that you haven't tried yet. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you are just feeling burnt out. You doing the art style that you are doing currently. Um, I know I can get that way. I'm having a hard time getting, doing art. That's just for me right now. So, uh, trying to find something new, something that you haven't touched ever or ever tried uh just to see where you are in that in that way or what you can create you might create something that is going to be on your wall forever you know it's, it, this can be a good time for that. so uh to start off our list uh the first one that i have written is like the probably the easiest and like anyone with a pen and paper can do this it's just sketching it's just taking a literally an idea or a thought you have in your brain or a picture on the internet and just trying to sketch it out for fun. doesn't have to be perfect. That's the whole point of sketching. It's actually like sketches are a tool that artists use to quickly translate their ideas onto the page and then refine them later through different mediums such as watercolor or digital painting. And sketching is it's very loose and it's very rough and that gives it a lot of freedom to be something that doesn't uh, be something that is easily accessible to anyone almost sketch the the word sketch is in itself very rigid and messy and th- this is the perfect place to make mistakes and make something that's crazy there i mean i'm i see artists out there who are ma- who are making stuff just on their sketches and it's crazy and all over the place and at the end they've made something that they really that is really good and it's really enjoyable something else that's very easy to learn and to follow along with uh on youtube is origami all it takes is some paper um and there is a plethora of tutorials on youtube for people to follow along with and a lot of them are very much aimed at beginners uh it's just a ton of people who are like okay how how do i figure out a way to get people to try this because origami is very much a faded art i feel i i just thought that that would be an interesting one to bring to the viewer's attention because i feel like most people don't think about it right away and it doesn't require any other tools besides yeah paper and knowing how to use your hands just your paper and it's not all about geese man you can make anything yeah it's not it doesn't have to just be swans swans are not the are they not the be-all end-all of uh of origami you can make a t-shirt out of a dollar so if you have a camera which 
if you have a smartphone, you definitely do. Uh, the next two are things that you can practice at home. Um, I brought up the topic in my creative wins and losses this week, but self-portraiture, uh, very easy to do if you have a solid surface. Um, you literally just prop your phone up against a wall and you can take some photos of yourself that are creative. Uh, try different outfits, use some propping, try using a mirror or reflection for some fun. Like, it doesn't have to be anything super creative or difficult. And then if you're not comfortable taking pictures of yourself, you could do still life photography, which is literally just taking objects in your house and arranging them in a very pleasant and uh, artistic way. And you can find examples of still life photography literally just by Googling it. And uh, it, just a quick photography tip if you're going to do photography, do it during the day because the more light you have, the better quality your photos will be. Yep. Yeah, let's talk about coloring books. I, I see a lot of them. I, uh, so these, you got these adult coloring books, right? And when I first heard of it, I thought like, okay, they're just coloring books. But a lot of them are like super intricate, right? Like they're insane. I have a fantasy one that my partner bought me. And it is very complicated. It is not like simple. It is very like, okay, you have to, like there's so many small details. It's not like, okay, I just paint this huge section one color because this huge section has like shading and like already applied like beautiful line work that's very, very detailed. And it's like, whoa, okay. So if you actually take your time, you can make some really cool and creative things with it. And it's just incredibly relaxing to just sit there and just color and not have to worry about like, I'm not, it's not about making something creative at that point. It's more of just putting the pencil to the page and doing something that's relaxing. And obviously uh, for this one and a couple of the other ones after this, it's going to be things that you might have to order some supplies on Amazon, but normally they're really easily accessible. Also, if you can, and any of your art stores that are local are open, please see if they can do curbside pickup. It's much more important right now to support those local stores than it is Amazon. Absolutely. Um, speaking of something else you can order, uh, painting is very, very easy to order a set to like do intro to painting. Um, a lot of stuff will come with uh, either like a painting, like, like easel or like various papers stock that you can do and just a very small kit of colors. I know that uh, I saw an intro one that one of the art stores in Lancaster was uh, selling. You sent me a link about it a couple of weeks ago. What would you say watercolor? Would you say watercolor is something people could get into? I watercoloring isn't necessarily hard to get into. You can probably find it like again, like at one of these stores or online. Um, and guy, again, like if you if you're at a point, guys, where you're like, okay, I hear you, and yeah, I want to try these new things, um, but I don't just want to just like hit the paper with my my you know writing utensil. I just want I want to know how to do it. Countless countless resources and tutorials online about how to do it. Um, I I think that we I think if, like I think almost like I I don't know how many episodes ago I think might have been even our first episode, but I was uh, doing. Uh, like postcards and doing watercolor scenes on them and sending them to my girlfriend. Um, I was looking up tutorials to do those and it was a lot of fun and very, very relaxing. Uh, I'm, uh, I, I have uh, more oil paints now, so I'm going to be trying to do a, a nice portrait at some point. Um, the, these can be so relaxing, so rewarding so much fun and so easy to just jump right into. I, I would recommend watercolor and painting. I actually thought of two other things that require just a laptop or a pen and paper. Um, and that would be uh, writing. Creative writing is definitely something that you can do. Um, it is 
all it takes is you putting words onto a page and it doesn't have to, it could be poetry. It could be short stories. It could be, you could decide you want to write a novel in the middle of quarantine. Hey, some of our best novels have been written in the midst of crises. So who knows? Maybe you're going to pen, pen the next best book. I'm, I'm, I mean, like if I know anything about being a creative, I'm sure all of you have some kind of story that's like just waiting and maybe you don't know like where to start or maybe this is the time to put some extra thought into that you know because i would and i would encourage you to do that because i want the world to be a more beautiful place and i'm sure you guys have something right in your back pocket that is gorgeous Um, another thing that we have is uh that a lot of people are experimenting with is cooking um cooking is very much a creative outlet you get to mess around with flavors and uh, you get to Use a sense that almost no other creative outlet gets to use, which is taste. Um, and you get to uh, do like there's so many different ingredients, so many different styles. And like we have the world at our fingertips via the Internet and you can try every ethnicity's food basically since the beginning of time and just bend it and mold it to your will, which is insane. Like the the amount of cooking th- like creations that have come about in the past hundred years is is just phenomenal. Exactly. And guys, I don't know if you're like if you hear that and you're like, heck yeah, there is nothing like more satisfying than like well, I I started learning how to cook um cut like a year ago and I just um after a certain point I just loved cooking for my friends and I actually uh Aaron for you and your partner I made uh, a, a plate of duck and vegetables with uh I actually made it was called duck a la ange and uh, it was duck with a nice freaking delicious I just, all I can remember is how how good that duck tasted oh my goodness it was so fun to make and so fun to like put on the plate and like make it look all pretty the vegetables were a little runny but that's okay um it was still a lot of fun and this is something that you know people around you will be very happy <laughs> so i am i'm excited to talk a little bit further about art club in the sense that for next week we decided something a little different we are going to challenge each other to do one thing on the list that we just listed off and then talk about it next week mm. um i've already picked ryan's so uh do you do we do we want it I, do we want to just talk we want to reveal what we're going to do to each other right now <laughs> um yeah i i'm fine I'm, I'm okay so i that. am challenging ryan to do a series of self-portraiture and to uh, you didn't say it was going to be a series. How many? Excuse do you, want? you. Just one is not good enough. I need at least three <laughs> to four good, uh, good portraits. All right, all right, you got it. And I think that uh, I think that'll be fun because obviously Ryan's not a photographer, so it'll be interesting to see how he adapts this and uses his creative skills to att- tackle this challenge. What do you, What do you got for me? Um, I I want you to sculpt something. Sculpt. Out of yeah. what? <laughs> Plato, clay. I don't know. Uh. Okay, I'll have to order it on Amazon. <laughs> I'll I'll help pay for it if you want. Um. Sure. You know what? I want to see what you. If, make. if we can, if give me a backup in case Amazon doesn't isn't able to deliver in time because they are behind on a lot of their deliveries. Okay. All right, fine, 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 fine. Um. We will. I will. We will order this tonight, though. We will talk after this episode. We will like we will order it yeah you got it yeah i want you to write a short story a short story in fact you know what scratch you know what scratch you know what you know you want to how confident i am about how that confident one, ryan i'll tell you this right now i'll tell you fuck the sculpting don't do it <laughs> okay 
write me a short story. Let's not get let's let's not get get Jeff Bezos involved in our creative <laughs> business. I will okay? put I will put you write I will me a put short story. The pen to the paper, and we'll see what insanity comes out of my brain. Great, I can't wait. Um. Uh, I can't wait to see what you do. And we will obviously, we will be sharing these. I'll probably read my short story aloud next week. And we will be sharing Ryan's experiences with self-portraiture and uh, his probably finished product on our Instagram. I will share my short story on our Instagram as well. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of The Creative State of Mind. Um, You can find us on Instagram or on Twitter. Thank you guys really so much for joining us. I know it's a weird... It's an increasingly weird time. I, I know it is for me. I know it is for you guys, too. Um, thank you for joining us in this little corner of the internet to just just talk about how to make our world more beautiful. Uh, it, it really means the world to us. Um, Aaron, where can, uh, where can uh, our, our listeners and maybe our new listeners find us? So you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Creative SOM Cast. Um, you can email us at creativesomcast at gmail.com if you want to suggest an art club or just have any questions that you would like us to answer. Um, we also are available everywhere that podcasts can be found. So Spotify, Apple Music, Overcast, uh, literally anywhere. Um, give us a follow or a review on Apple Podcasts. That definitely helps us a give lot. Give us your criticism. Yeah, give us your criticism. Yeah, give us some criticism. Tell us tell us what you think. We would love to hear it. Um, and then the best the best and biggest thing you can do for us is just share it with a friend. Let one other friend know about the podcast. And that, that is just a, a gift that keeps on giving for us. And it makes us feel great. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Stay safe. Stay upbeat. Be fearless. Be great.